y'all hey yo 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 listen y'all this is the COVID-19 game listen everybody 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 welcome to another episode of V Forever this is the official episode 30 uh I'm your host V thank you for having me follow me on Instagram at V Forever Network we posting a lot more now let's get that popping let's get V Forever popping and young V forever at Twitter. And let's get going. Let's get going. Listen, I'm not going to be here a while. I mean, I'm not going to be here that long. I got COVID-19. I'm just going <laughs> to. I got the COVID-19. It's actually, it's interesting. Let me go ahead and just start with the story of COVID-19. Because that's probably a little, eh, it's not that interesting right now. But it's something else. Listen. Pretty much Sunday, I was just like, you know, you got the scratchy throat. You feel like, I don't know. I feel like I was a little bad. I felt a little bit feverish. But, yeah, I went to the gym Monday and Tuesday. That's the problem. I went to the gym Monday and Tuesday. Wednesday, I tested and then was positive. And then here we are, like, listen, I feel better than I did on Tuesday, to be honest. And here's the thing. People are getting each other sick because I, okay, I probably got somebody sick within all this, not knowing I had it. And then being in the gym, that's just a, that's just a super spreader event. But I think I got it from a family member who didn't know they had it. It's the thing. That's the thing. Um. We're blessed. We're blessed because it wasn't as bad as it could have been. So we're blessed. It's all good. It's all good. And, well, you know, I wanted to um, start off with – because cause it did knock me off my game a little bit in the sense that I wanted to go to the gym for the full week. We're kind of trying to get something going here. And, you know – you gotta, you gotta drink your water, drink your fluid, drink your, and, and rest up. Cause I did feel a little shitty. I'm not gonna lie, I did feel shitty, but I'm feeling better now. But you still, I still have like some of that shit in me, like some of that shitty, just a congestion. You could probably hear it in my voice, but no matter, I had to give y'all the COVID game. And honestly, I'm very blessed. Like this isn't the worst that it could have been, cause that 2020 COVID was a whole different bag, like. I'm not here to talk, and it's not fucking politics. This is science here, science and health, guys. It's become political, but we could just have a quick science and health talk. I did get vaccinated. I was going to get boosted, but 
like tomorrow, but since I have it, I don't know how that works. So I'm gonna just chill for a week or something like that till I till I get another negative test and then uh probably get boosted on it. But and it is what it is, y'all. Like it's not the mark of the beast. Is it the catalyst for the mark of the beast? If politically speaking, probably. <laughs> like like let's be let's call a spade a spade. Um politically speaking it probably is uh some sort of catalyst to it in the sense that uh how do we get a large mass of people and no well no no it's, it is it is in a sense but we know we know that the mark of the beast is not a physical mark we know this and I'm only speaking to those who know. And if you wish to learn, V Forever, uh, Young V Forever at gmail.com, we can talk offline. But I, I, I don't have time to talk to those who don't know what we know. I don't have time for that because we're moving. We're moving. It's 2022. We're talking. It's not a physical mark. Y U N G V. The number four ever at gmail.com. We could talk. The idea of this comes from a mob mentality, um, a persuasion, a way to persuade people. But this ball of the mark of the beast, the ball has been rolling for years. Like to say that to say that one day randomly people will convince people to accept it is not true it's been roll it's been in effect for years it's not going to be a surprise like it's not going to be something that just like the way i see it it's not going to be in a it's it might be a big event that catapults it but it's not going to be a huge surprise when people start accepting it because people think they're not going to accept it. Wasn't it like, like the sands in the ocean is how many lost something like that. I'm not quoting the Bible. I'm just saying like people think that they're going to see the mark and say no to the mark. This is not how it works. (laughs) That's, That's not how it works. It's not a, it's not a computer chip. Although these things are in effect, like, that technology is in effect. Maybe there will be a computer chip associated with the mark of the beast, but that computer chip won't be the mark of the beast. Best believe you will accept that mark before you get the computer chip, and you won't even think it's bad when you accept it unless you're armed with the truth. So that's all I want to say about that. We got to move on because we start talking about this, we'll start talking for an hour, and... My mother would rather me talk about this for an hour and because um because I told her I have a podcast and she said what do you talk about I said things <laughs> and then she's like Jesus things sometimes sometimes but there's other things I like to talk about too right and there's a there's nothing wrong with that but let's move on from that cuz 
we get into the topic of the mark of the beast that's a whole other thing and this is not the podcast for that maybe one day we will have some sort of topic for that i do want to have people on here that will talk about that and i really hope my audience is um respectful of me and what i believe in as i respect y'all and whatever you do or don't believe in and that we can just hear each other out y'all could disagree with me or think that that i'm on some bullshit go ahead but at the same time we got to have a respect of, of each other that we won't demean each other for what we do or don't believe in like i just talked about how um well first of all on three different levels, I just talked about how the mark of the beast isn't physical. People will probably disagree with that. The computer chip isn't the mark of the beast. People will probably disagree with that. And then most people will accept the mark knowingly. Well, yes, knowingly and will not be feeling bad about it. People might disagree with that. Let me get some water right now. And then in the in the in the the prologue of this conversation, I got the vaccine. People might disagree with that. I'm about to get boosted one of these weeks. People might disagree with that. And I believe that people should get vaccinated. And people might disagree with that. I disagree that people shouldn't. At the same time, I don't feel like I could just run people's lives. So it is what it is. If you do, if you don't. It is what it is to me. <coughs> See, it be acting up. The COVID be flaring up when I be talking. I don't I don't think I even have a cough drop. That's kind of how I've been living with that. Cough drops. I got an Alka-Seltzer. Vitamin C. Drinking a lot of water. <coughs> just, just not letting the throat get dry. Pause. Oh, hey, yo. Bing bang. <laughs> Damn, yo. It is what it is. I'm not cutting none of this shit out. Because, listen, it's another week that we get to talk. I wanted to talk about my week before all this happened. I started my my project. I'm reworking my research project on the uh, the retrospective of Machiavelli, uh, the Don Illuminati, and the Seven Day Theory. And I started with a new approach of having one album at a time, and that's not the reason why I started that. It was for just uh, music digestion, but. <coughs> But I, uh, I I listen to Tupacalypse now. I'm starting off with listening to all the Tupac's albums. Uh, I started with Tupacalypse now. I thought I was going to ride around with it for a week. But then I, uh, I think I heard enough. I think I heard enough through the first uh, one and a half listens that um, – that I could move on to Strictly For My Niggas' second album. And to be honest, I I, I just want to share a couple notes about Tupacalypse now. Um, I want to pull up the track list just to uh, 
just because this is an album that gets overshadowed by the other big two, Me Against the World and All Eyes on Me. Um, people don't think about this album. People don't think about his first two albums at all. Uh, but these have really good songs. Like uh, the first song, Young Black. Uh, <clears throat> well, first of all, the first thing you want to notice about Tupacalypse now is that this is 1991. This is Tupac's first album, his first solo effort after being in Digital Underground. He left Digital Underground. I mean, they're all friends, you know, um, but but he decided to do his own thing. This is released through Interscope. All his albums except for All Eyes on Me and On were released through Interscope. Uh, that matters, but doesn't matter right now. Uh, first song, and, and you'll see that the themes of this album are of what he was about at the time, true to form, activism, uh, poetic, uh, po poetic uh, lyrics, anger, lyricism. He's different. He's this is a different Tupac than the uh, all eyes on me. This is a different Tupac. Um, this is very raw, not as polished, but very skilled. Even though, even though he's not uh, who he became to be. Or I'm sorry, who he came to be, um, or who he became. <clears throat> this album, it makes you. Um, I want to say it really makes me. It really made me think back, like. The trajectory of Tupac, from this album to his last, a lot of things happened because this is not the same Tupac. This is not the same one. It is in some sense, but it's not the same one. And you'll con and I think that that'll be a theme as this goes on. His life outside of music and his music were changing. As that changed, the other changed with it but through different themes started off with young black male <coughs> track one <clears throat> i feel like i have to get a cough drop but i forgot it it is what it is we got like 15 minutes left to be honest i'm only gonna give y'all 30 for today started with young black male though all right Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. A root hard like an erection. Young black male, hard like an erection. Shake the fool, hard like an erection. Young black male, hard like an erection. Shake the fool. It, it sounds very. <coughs> well, I'll give that at the end. The whole album at the end. I'll just say what I was gonna say. Young, bl young black male. I'm kicking the facts, so busting the rap with that much mail. I'm going to the back, I'm gonna back, fuck, going to jail. I don't sell Yale. They follow a brother like I was a crook. Follow me into a flow. Which way do you know? Which way I could go? He was about to, oh, I don't know the, I don't know the lyrics like that anymore. But um, great song. He was playing with the flows. He was going, uh, going fast, up tempo with the flow. Um, double time with the flow, and this is. This goes on with the theme of Tupac. This is your first album, your first uh, release into the world. And I think this is a legendary effort. I consider this a classic album, to be honest. Um, but if we go on to Trap, Trap, Track 2, this is one of his greatest hits. 
They can't keep a black man down. You got me trapped in this prison of seclusion. Mobbing and living on the streets is a delusion. Even a smooth criminal one day must get caught. Shot off a shot down with the bullet that he bought. Nine millimeter kicking sisters back with what you do to me. But they never taught police peace in the black community. All they do is crying through this job in silence. Rappers in the streets be a rap pack of tyrants. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't know the songs that, like that, but... <clears throat> The story of how the system keeps the black man down, the the the, um, the conditions in the prisons, the the racket that the prison has. It's all about the money. Uh, just um, just themes that are relevant today, uh, themes that probably will never go away, uh, and just the truth. This is this is the Tupac that people think he is, kind of thing. This is the Tupac that when people think about Tupac. It's this song because it's like, you know, activism, this Tupac cares if don't nobody else care. Like, it's that. This is the Tupac. But then he goes into, and another thing is, this is all storytelling. This album was purely storytelling. And and that's the poetry about it. Because Soldier's Story, the next song, it starts off with him having a deep voice, all he wanted to be. A soldier, a soldier, all he wanted to be. A soldier like me, all he wanted to be. A soldier, a soldier, all he wanted to be. A soldier like me. All he wanted to be. Hold on, hold on, hold on. let me get. <clears throat> hold on. I don't even know the thing. I just remember you heard of heaven, nigga. I never heard of the place. Wanted to come up fast and it blasts and it blow. But he has that 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 deep voice. I wanted to look up the lyrics to get that flow. But listen to Soldier Story. Soldier Story, track three on Tupac's Tupacalypse Now. Tupacalypse Now. Get it on Apple Music, Spotify. Listen to this song. Um, this is Tupac giving that story. But this is a more creative Tupac. The messing with the voice and then coming back with a regular uh with a regular pitched voice. This is creativity right here and I think he was really giving it. Like he was really trying to push it on this album. And I don't think he really ever did it again. Well, I'm going back to the next album, but and I'll give y'all the 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 lead up to that one once once we get there. But it feels like he didn't because his more his more popular albums, uh, Me Against the World, didn't have this type of the pitch situation. It didn't have uh, it had the story, but it but no but no because Me Against the World and Tupacalypse Now were more true to form. Speaking on his life, this is about a young man. This whole thing is about a young man giving his account of what the street is like now. This man wasn't necessary. He was in the street. He was of the street. But he wasn't. Um, he wasn't in a gang. He wasn't. He was an actor. He was into poetry. He was into dance. He was into the arts. This is an artist in the street, and we and we know stories like this, like Kendrick Lamar, an artist in the street, looking at his surroundings. Um, later, we find out his mother had a crack addiction, and he talks about it on this album as well, but. 
<clears throat> going to the next one, the classic. Uh, you might have heard it on GTA San Andreas. I just don't give a fuck. Walk in the store. What's everybody staring at? They act like they never seen a motherfucker wearing black. Following a nigga and shit. Ain't this a bitch? All I wanted was some chips. I want to take my business elsewhere. But where? Because who in the hell cares about a black man in a black jean? They want to jack me like some kind of crack fiend. I bet you that they know that my income is more than they pension salary and then some. Your daughter is my number one fan and your trifling ass wife wants a life with a black man. Ooh, shit. I don't give a fuck. They done pushed me to my limit. I'm all in. I'm going to blow up any minute, did it again. And now I'm in the back of the paddy wagon. That's a nigga ejecting. I see no justice. All I see is niggas dying fast. Shot of the blast and watching the hearse pass. Just another day in the life, G. Gotta step lightly because he's trying to snipe me. The Cavs, they don't want to stop for a brother, man. But then they had an accident, pick up another man. I went to check my cash in my bank and I get my respect from the motherfucking dope man. The Grammys and American music shows, they treat us like hoes. Take our dough and they hate us, though. They, they pimp us like hoes. Take our dough and they hate us, though. Damn, yo. Let's go. Like, the, the things that he's saying, yo. Let me pull up a lyric, see if I got that right. The Grammys and America, yep. The Grammys and American music shows, they pimp us like hoes. Take our dough, but they hate us, though. You better keep your mind on the real shit. The fuck trying to get with these crooked ass hypocrites. The way they see it, we was meant to be kept down. Just can't understand why we getting respect now. Mama told me there'd be days like this, but I'm pissed. Because it stays like this. Hold up. And now they trying to ship me off to Kuwait. Give me a break. How much shit can a nigga take? <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. No, how Bush want to throw down? You better bring the gun, pal. Because this is the day we make them pay. Fuck Bell and hate. I better spray with an AK. And even if they shoot me down, there'll be another nigga bigger from the motherfucking underground. So step quick and you better... St oh, so step, but you better step quick because the clock's going tick and I'm sick of the bullshit. You're watching the makers of a psychopath, but you're sitting live for the wrath of the aftermath. Who's, the, who's that behind the trigger? Who do you think? A motherfucking 90s nigga. Ready to buck and rip shit up. I had enough. But they just don't give a fuck. Okay, let's move on. Oh, my God. Violent. This is another story. Beautiful. Beautiful story. They claim that I'm violent just because I refuse to stay silent. These hypocrites are having fits because I'm not buying it, defying it. Envious because I'm really better against any oppressor, and this is known as self-defense. I show no mercy. They claim that I'm the lunatic, but when shit gets thick, I'm the one you're going to get. I'm going off the top. Let's go. Let's go. Don't look confused. The truth is a plain to see because I'm the nigga that you sell us or ashamed to be. Or something like that. Oh, but anyway, anyway, anyway. Damn, yo. He had a flow on this album, yo. He had a flow on this album. Listen, man. They claim that I'm violent just because I refuse to be silent. These hypocrites are having fits because I'm not buying it, defying it. Envious because I will rebel against any oppressor. And this is known as self-defense. Oh, my God. And then, and then we'll skip words of wisdom because that was more of him talking about America, cuh, cuh, you know. And, and that's the theme of this album. We could keep going, but then you go into something wicked. He goes back into that flow, 
but he's giving you Shakespeare, Macbeth, something wicked this way comes, something wicked this way comes. More than an adversary, I'm very quick. I'm about to get him with this gift. I'm quick to kick. So grab your coat and your hat, cause I'm prepared to clap. Let's gather the protect. Let's gather the motherfuckers that. Oh shit, two apocalypse and back a strap. I take out a patch. I kick the facts and stacks of raps. And I'm with the max and relax in the back of the glass with that. <laughs> I can't even do it, yo. Hold up. Hold up. I was looking at the lyrics and I tried it. Two <laughs> That shit was crazy. That, that He was going off with that shit. And he has the content that he's speaking on. And then we could skip a couple more if my homie calls. That's a classic. That's It's almost in the vein of I Ain't Mad At You. It's a premature. This is an early stage of his. Um, <coughs> I believe I Ain't Mad At You is Tupac at his greatest. I don't think... Sorry, because uh, I don't think Tupac, um, I mean, we have no choice but to say Tupac reached his potential in 96, but I don't think he was all the way there. All we can say is that I Ain't Mad At You is a culmination. Because of how, how early he died, all we can say is that I Ain't Mad At You was a culmination of his uh of his life's work and this was the beginning of that if my homies call i if my homie calls um but brenda's got a baby ahead of his time this is his first album and you get that last song of the album part-time mother kind of sheds light on his mother even though it comes as a story it's a story so you don't think it's him his story he does reveal that his mother was on crack later on you learn it um i believe this is a classic album everybody should listen to um i wrote around to it and my final verdict is that (coughs) this is not tupac knowing who he is yet all the way this is clearly um (coughs) all credit b all credit due, cause let me look up. Let me look up. America's most wanted. Let me look up the album America's Most Wanted by Ice Cube. It was released in 1990. Okay. Uh, this is his first ep- uh record, um, solo, post uh N.W.A. Right. I believe that Tupac is a son of Ice Cube. I believe that Tupac is a son of Ice Cube at this point. That's how I feel about it. Um, interesting subject matter. They're kind of in the same. I, I might go to America's Most Wanted um, soon. That's on my list of this year. And that might get a retrospective, but there's some more. There's some different albums I want to get to first. But first, we have to go through Tupac, right? But this album is clearly this is um this is Ice Cube inspired, and this is very. It's not green because strictly for my niggas, the next album has "Keep Your Head Up." Um, 
this one, that one's definitely not as commercially accepted. That one's definitely less um, accepted. Strictly for my niggas. Uh, point the finger. The middle. People don't think about the boom, boom, boom on your black ass. Last words. Ice Cube and Ice T. Um, peep game. Yo. Holla if you hear me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to go. We got to go do that. Keep your head up. I get around, you know. Five Deadly Venoms, Papa Song. Man, there's some good ones. There's some good ones on here. I'm actually excited to listen to this one, to be honest. But we're going to go ahead and and get off the Tupac thing. Because, yeah, because I'm more interested to see the evolution. Because I need to see, um, hear that evolution to get into a different space when it comes to... um, to this album this uh this album i want to do a retrospective to because i know this is his most powerful album i know it because i've heard all his albums before um years ago though i was just a kid pretty much listening to tupac this is different to digest when you're an adult listening to tupac it's different it's different with an adult mind a fully formed brain it's different listening to him now and digesting the lyrics Technical difficulties right there. But anyway. Um uh the last thing I want to talk about is Disney. So this show called Boba Fett came out and it's ass. Um They're really trying to turn our childhood villains into heroes and it's so weird because we thought they were badasses as bad guys. We didn't care for them to become good guys. People still cheer for Michael Myers, you know. We don't want him to have a good side. Like, imagine him becoming the hero. If Disney got Michael Myers, uh, Michael Myers would be a hero. He would do exactly what the Mandalorian and what Boba Fett are doing. They go to random indigenous aliens and start helping their society so he doesn't seem that bad. He just wanted some sort of, like, he was a bounty hunter. He needed to find a way. Disney is dropping the fucking bag when it comes to the things that I used to love. There's no heart. They are killing shit in a bad way. Marvel is doing well, even though they're releasing dud. Like they're like, it's like a a two hit combo. Dud dud hit. Dud dud hit. Dud dud hit. Or it's like a dud eh hit. Dud eh hit. Dud meh hit. Like Marvel's doing a good job in that sense. It's like a dud meh hit. And then like, cause it was like. Actually, I th- I liked I I actually liked um, Shang Chi. I liked it. Black Widow. I liked it. Eternals. People have shit on it, rightfully so. It was all right. It wasn't that good. But then Spider Man hit. Like that was one of the best movies they've made. And you know what, man? It's hard to. It's really hard to accept sometimes that it might just be that they're not doing it for us anymore. People our age anymore. And that's fine. It's fine. But they're just doing it for the. But they know we're the ones who are watching it and spending the money going to the theater. That's my problem with it. And I think that we should speak with our dollar. Obviously, Disney will never hurt for money. They will put any bullshit out and make a toy out of it and create so much revenue that they'll make a sequel that makes more revenue. I mean, if you really thought that the Black Panther was more about. 
giving us more of that black renaissance that was going on in the in the 2010s or other than other um rather than their pursuit for selling black people on toys you're crazy disney well marvel too in a sense they're on the same shit it is capitalism it is what it is i just want to see some art yo like that's my thing yo i'm all about the art at the end of the day i love adam sandler because there's an art to him too though and there's an art to him it's not just bullshit when you watch his movies i see you learn something you get a lesson from that you get some morality you get like a there's like like even jack and jill like you think that was his worst movie but i learned that you got to be nice to your kinfolk it, it, it it's all about family at the end of the day and you got to be nice to them no matter how they act sometimes there's nothing wrong with that like it, it was a good lesson at that at the end of the day with that um shang chi gives you that message uh they all try to give you a message but it's soulless sometimes and i think disney is losing soul um they even put out a movie called soul on disney plus that shit was ass yo shout out to jamie fox with your no hairline having ass bitch okay 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 <laughs> okay okay <My> mom, <laughs> i got carried i got carried away i actually admire jamie fox a lot no i i don't admire i uh i think he's really talented he's really he actually because he actually is though he actually is really talented. Singer, actor, rap, uh, not rapper. <laughs> Singer, actor, professional, comedian. Like, he's great. Woo! Damn, nigga. That COVID kicks your fucking ass, though. You get a little tired, yo. But next week, let me talk about Brock Lesnar. I need to talk about Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Paul Heyman. We got to talk some wrestling next episode. This is episode 30. I hope you know we're going to have some more. I'm not going to miss a week. Fuck that shit. If I can talk, I can post. Let's go. Everybody, this is V Forever, Young V Forever on Twitter, V Forever Network on Instagram. Follow that shit. Share that shit with your friends. I don't give a fuck how you feel about me. I don't give a fuck. What you think about this podcast? Listen. <laughs> Listen. Okay, no, I, I care about how you think about it. I really want everybody to enjoy this. The, well, the people that I want to enjoy this, I really hope y'all enjoy this. This is for a special type of person. Not just everybody's going to love this shit. To everybody else who don't give a fuck about me here at V Forever, fuck all you hoes. Get a grip, nigga. To all my people who who are showing love, doing what you got to do, um minding your own damn business we're all just trying to get by shout out to y'all blessings be upon you everybody let's keep going it's 2022 i don't give a fuck share this shit with anybody you do or don't like i don't give a fuck if you just met the motherfucker let them know that my name is v i got a podcast named v forever and i talk a lot of shit bitch peace Forever, 